Cause I'm the one And just ask me Ooh, And it shall be done And don't bother To a brand new episode of the release women podcast and i'm your girl jessica janae super excited to be sitting back down to record this brand new episode happy wednesday i hope that your week is going absolutely wonderful i know my week has been going wonderful let me just say this let me just shout out real fast me as a teacher i'm gonna have a snoop dog moment all right i just want to thank me Alright, I want to thank me for being a bomb teacher. I want to thank me for just making the most out of the situation. I just want to thank me, right? I want to shout out myself for just doing my thing. I've been teaching my butt off these past few, well, these past two weeks since our students have all been back in the building. We are going four days a week, all students. Some students, you know, their parents chose to keep them at home. But I only have like five of those students, but all of my other babies are in the building. And so I have been doing my thing. So I want to shout out me. And so today, when you hear this episode or tomorrow or sometime this week, I want you to take, I want you to screenshot this podcast episode and I want you to post it to your story. And I want you to shout out yourself. A lot of times we do not you know, celebrate ourselves. We wait for other people to applaud us. But I want you to apply yourself. So this week, when you hear this episode, whatever day it may be, take a screenshot of it, post it to your page and tag me. Post it to your story and tag me and let us know what you are celebrating, right? Because we are celebrating ourselves in this season. Not only do I want to thank me, all right, Snoop Dogg vibes, but I want to thank God because I would not be in this headspace or be feeling the way I feel if it was not for my God Almighty. So I just want to thank God for real, for real, um, for just helping me to get back to this place where I just, I'm starting to tap dance back onto what purpose feels like. You know, purpose is not easy. Let me just be clear. A lot of times, you know, I want everybody to walk in purpose. All the time, I want everybody to walk in purpose. I want every woman to really be embracing why God put her on this earth to use her gifts, right, to to carry out her assignments or whatever the call is on her life. But walking in purpose is not easy, right? Because you're not always going to feel like it's You're not always going to feel like using your gifts. You're not going to always feel like walking in purpose. But it is necessary for God's kingdom. He put us on this earth for a reason. It's bigger than us, right? It's not about us. And so I just thank God for those moments that he will allow me to kind of stay in my little funk where it's like, "Uh, I don't feel like doing this for a couple of days. I don't even feel like doing this for a couple of weeks. But God will always bring it back. And I notice that when I'm when I'm praying more, that's when I'm good. But when I am drifting away from him, I drift away from purpose. That's good. 
Isn't that good? When I drift away from him, I drift away from purpose. So I challenge you to check yourself. If you've been feeling like out of it lately, if you haven't really been feeling like working on that business plan, if you haven't been feeling like working on that book, if you haven't been feeling like working on that women's group, if you haven't been feeling like working on whatever God told you to work on, check your your status with him. Like, have you been spending time with him like you're supposed to or like you usually do? Check it with him, right? And so when I drift away from God, I drift away from my purpose. I wish I had somebody in here to talk to me. Huh, maybe I'll get a co-host for a couple of episodes. But when I drift away from God, I drift away from my purpose. So that is the nugget of the week. I wasn't even trying to give y'all a nugget, but God just gave me a nugget. And so I'm going to give y'all the nugget too, all right? And so let's move on. This is not going to be a long episode. Y'all know I try not to have long episodes, but if you've been rocking with me since day one, you know, back in the day, child, we used to have hour-long episodes, 45-minute episodes, honey, not no more, because I know that we are busy women and busy men for the men that listen to this podcast. Um, And so... You don't got time to be listening to somebody talk all that a lot, right? So I'm gonna give y'all what God told me to give y'all, and I'm gonna let y'all go about y'all business, and I'm gonna go about my business, all right? So this week we are talking about are you ready? Now I have to give credit where credit is due. My pastor from my home church back in Florence, South Carolina preached a message on Sunday, and something was like, Jessica, you need to tune in to what Reverend Graves is about to say. So I tuned in, you know what I'm saying, and he was and he asked the question, are you ready? And he talked about how oftentimes, a lot of the times, most of the times, we are asked the question, are you ready for Jesus Christ? Like, are you ready for Jesus to return? Right? But how many of you have ever paused to think about, are you ready for the devil? Right? Are you ready for the enemy? Because one thing we know about the enemy is that he is a liar. He's a thief. Right? And he has come to kill, steal, and destroy. And a lot of times we don't realize that he has come to steal, kill, or destroy until after he's done it. Right? A lot of times you don't know that you've been distracted until after you've been distracted. And so I want to give you some practical steps on how to make sure that you are ready for when the enemy comes. Because if I'm being completely honest, I shared this on my Instagram page earlier this week. Um, the past couple of weeks, I have not been feeling like myself. Like, I just didn't feel like doing anything. Like, I didn't, I was just, ugh. Like, I was just in an ugly, emotional headspace. And so, I thank God that right now, I feel good. But I was allowing the enemy to make me focus on things through a filthy lens. Right? I was focusing on things through a filthy lens. And that gives me another note to add to it, to my notes. But, um... Yeah, I was focusing on my 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 season through filthy lens, and I just didn't feel like talking to God. I didn't feel like I was crying about it. I was throwing temper tantrums temper tantrums about it, but I wasn't really praying about the situation. But I am so grateful that once I started praying about the situation, once I started praying about you know what I want to see happen in my life. God really started to shift my perspective. And so I want to give you some practical ways to make sure that you are ready for the enemy. Because in this season, y'all, he's going to try to dog walk us. And if we're not careful, we'll be dog walked by the enemy and he won't be dog walked by us. And we are some dog walkers. We dog walk the devil. All right. If you are a part of the Release Women community, we dog walk the devil, honey. We don't allow him to dog walk us. And he did catch me slipping. He caught me slipping a few weeks ago. But I'm so grateful that although I, oh, thank you, God. 
<laughs> Although I may slip, I don't fall. Why? Because that's what God's word said. God said, you may slip, but you will not fall because I will uphold you with my right my right hand. And that's that's Bible. Alright? So, I got five ways that I want to um, help you or share with you so that you can make sure that you are ready for the enemy. Right? Because he is ready. He is prowling around like a roaring lion. Ready to attack. And you need to make sure that you're prepared. And posting inspirational stuff on Instagram is not going to prepare you. Only time you look at a scripture is when somebody posts on Instagram is not going to prepare you. The only time you say a prayer or listen to a prayer is when Divine Franklin posted on his page. That's not going to help you. All right? It, 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 it helps you. It's a resource. But you're going to need more than that in this season. And so, number one, I want to say this. It wasn't number one. It's actually number five because I just added it to the list. But I want to say it before I forget it because I didn't write it down. But number one, ask God to change your perspective. I found myself praying and asking God to not only change my perspective about how I feel about the season or how I see the season that I'm in, but change my perspective on how I view my current job, how I view about the state of teaching, right? Because teaching during a pandemic has been very uh, much draining and just been a lot. I'm um, helping me to have a different perspective, your perspective on how I see my boyfriend, how I see my relationship. Because ladies, if I'm honest, we get real people in general. If you're in a relationship, you may can be able to testify to this. But when you're in a relationship, you start to get so comfortable being in your relationship that it's kind of like you stop seeing your, your partner the way that you saw them when y'all first met. And so I never want to take for granted my boyfriend. I never want to take for granted the relationship because at one point, that's what I desired, right? And I never want to take something that God has blessed me with for granted. So I even found myself asking God to change my perspective on how I see my relationship and my boyfriend and help me to see it through his lens, right? And so whatever it is that you, just whatever, whether it's your finances, you know, the season that you're in, your job, your relationships, whether those are romantic or friendships even with your family members whatever it is that you feel like you have had filthy lens or kind of you know what's or a blurry lens viewing the, those situation ask God to change your perspective and help you to see it the way that he needs you to see it right I've even found myself asking God because I'm in a season where I feel like God is calling me up out of some friendships. Not saying like nothing bad has happened, but he's calling me to realize that some friendships are just expired. And there's no need for me to still hold people to a certain friendship standard that they just can't obviously hold. And so I've also been praying like, God, help me to see people the way I need to see them. In case their time is up in my life in that capacity. Doesn't mean I got to cut them off. Doesn't mean that I got to you know, block them or anything, but people's capacity in your lives change. And that is okay. Just because you have this, a certain amount of capacity in my life back in uh, college doesn't necessarily mean that you have that capacity or doesn't mean that you will have that capacity in my life as I go into 30. Because that's right, y'all. Your girl turns 30 in about two weeks. Pray for me. But that's enough about perspective. Number two, get in your word. And so I want to kind of reference the Bible. Um, in Luke 4, it talks about the temptation of Jesus and how Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. He didn't have nothing to eat and he was hungry. And the enemy tried to tempt him. 
Right? And what I want you to know is that the enemy will come to tempt you at your weakest moment. That's why you got to stay on it. Because the enemy knows that he can tempt you only when you're weak. When you are strong, when you're when you're focused on God, the enemy can't, can only do so much. But when you take your eyes off of God and when you start focusing on the wrong things, that's when the enemy can tempt you. Let's think about it this way. You're in the grocery store. You go to the grocery store. There's a difference if you look at your bill, when you leave the grocery store, there's a huge difference if you went in the grocery store on a full stomach versus if you went to the grocery store when you was hungry. Because when you go full, you get exactly what you needed, what was on your list. But when you are hungry, child, you will pick up things and two or three weeks later, you're like, why did I even buy this? Like, I don't even like that. Right? So you have to make sure that you are in your word. I One thing that holds me accountable is the days on the um bible app let me go to it um it called it's called the streak right on the bible app it has a streak and today i'm on day 101 y'all the worst feeling i don't know about y'all but the worst feeling is when you go on that bad boy like let's say you've been on vacation or you just had like a fun weekend or something like that and you go on that app on a monday morning and realize that you forgot to go on it over the weekend. And that streak goes from like 200 and something back to zero. That feeling, that hurts. That hurts. I don't know about you, but that hurts. And so what has been holding me accountable is trying to make sure that I at least complete Bible plans on the Bible app every day and every week. Um, and making sure that I really focus in on what the verse of the day is and what it is saying to me and my current situation and you know i'm not, i'm gonna be honest with you i haven't right now the season that i'm in i'm not in a place where i'm spending like hours with god like last last year summertime up until when school before school started back i was spending hours i wake up at 6 six fifty, be in my my position at seven o'clock and spend time with god from like seven up until like 10 o'clock and I would be okay. I wasn't worried about the time. I wasn't worried about anything or anyone else. But honestly now, I wake up in enough time to maybe, you know, get ready for work and spend maybe about 15 minutes with God and I pray and I may even pray some more on the way to work. I try to get a sermon in during the work day, maybe while my kids are, you know, doing their independent work while they're listening to music on the big speaker. I play a little sermon on my laptop and that's what I do. But I want to make sure that whatever I'm doing, whether it's 10 minutes or an hour, I want to make sure that at least every day I am getting poured into spiritually i'm getting poured in spiritually so so number two don't compare yourself and your journey to others um i got that let me go back to my my scripture um where it said basically the devil was like you know if you buy down to me i will give you everything that you see i'll make you the ruler over all that stuff down there right and jesus was like nah i'm good and so basically i feel like the enemy will tempt us by getting us to a place where we are constantly um comparing ourselves to other people comparing our careers to other people comparing you know our real lives to somebody's instagram 
life all right so do not compare yourself in your journey to others people lives and their journeys and although that's sometimes you know easier said than done you have to be intentional about trying not to compare yourself whenever you find yourself comparing yourself to somebody else like you may need to take a break from social media not like a let me announce it to the world break but take just delete your app for a few days right and get into god's word what does god say about you don't worry about what somebody else got going on, but worry about what God says about you. And I actually have been having to do that as far as like reminding myself what God says about me, reminding myself what God says about my life, reminding what God, reminding myself what God says about my future and his plans for my future. So remind yourself, not only don't compare yourself and your journey to others, but remind yourself what God says about you. So that's the third point. So that makes six points all together. Remind yourself what God says about you. And if you don't know what God says about you, then that means that you need to go in your Bible and figure it out. You need to read it because that's what God's word is for. He has given us the blueprint. So if you don't know what God says about you, you need to dig into your word. Because when you don't know what God says about you, you'll be more prone to like caring what other people have to say about you. And if you never know God's truth, you'll always believe the lies that the devil tells you. If you never know God's truth about you or God's truth about your life or God's truth about your purpose or God's truth about your future, you will always believe what the devil has to say. And the devil ain't got nothing to say but a bunch of lies. And then number four, surrender to God's way. Um, I was stressing over a situation. Um, and the best thing I did was just surrender it to God. Like I told God, I trust your way. Even if your way is not my way or the way that I wanted to go. Because I trust your greater good. And I actually made like two videos about trusting God for the greater good. So even if God is saying no right now, it's only because he has a greater yes down the road. And if he doesn't open a door or opportunity right now it's only because he has something better and so i've gotten to a point where if god tells me to stay still it's only because it's something greater on the other side of my stillness and so surrender to god's way and trust him with the greater good even if his way doesn't align with your way you should know by now that his way is greater than your way and if you don't know it i can testify that god's way is always better than our own ways because we see life through right now but god sees life through five years from now 10 years from now and so trust god with the greater good by surrendering to whatever it is that he wants to do and once you surrender like that takes away so much pressure and you be stressing for nothing and god's like if you just give it to me you won't have to stress about it if you just give it to me like we be over here crying about answers that God's already provided or he already has he may not have provided for you you get what i'm saying yet but, um, yeah, just surrender to God. And then the last one, trust God with the greater good, which I didn't even realize I already had that in my notes. But, yeah, trust God with the greater good. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm being intentional about doing because I know that although God may be saying no right now, although no doors may be opening that I want to open right now, doesn't necessarily mean that any doors won't open at all. It just may mean that God may have better doors for me and so 
Make sure that you are being practical and that you're doing what you need to do in order to be prepared for the devil. Because my pastor back at home, he made a lot of sense. Like, I don't know why that sermon just hit me, but it did. So many times, you know, we're trying to be ready for Jesus, which we need to stay ready for Jesus. Don't don't get it twisted. But you also need to be ready for the devil because God working, but the devil working too. Because the devil sees what God's trying to do in your life. Even if you don't see it, the devil sees it. Even if you don't see how awesome you are, the devil sees it. If you Even if you don't see how bright your future is, the enemy sees it. And if you don't think that he's not going to really sit there and try to play with you or distract you from your destiny or discourage you from your destiny... Because he can't stop it, but he can distract you. And if he can distract you and get in your head, then he can make you stop your own destiny. You get what I'm saying? So you have to be prepared for the enemy. Because you don't know that you're distracted until after you're distracted. You don't know that he's come to lie, steal, and destroy or kill you until after it's already done. After it's already done, it's a little too late. You get what I'm saying? So... I just wanted to encourage you to stay ready so that you don't have to get ready. Stay ready for God, but also make sure that you are 10 toes deep for when the enemy tries you. Because in this season, we are not being dog walked by the devil, but we are dog walking the devil. So I hope that y'all have an awesome week. I will see y'all back next week. Thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to take a screenshot of today's episode, post it to your story, and Tell me what you are celebrating. Like, give yourself a round of applause. Because like I said, in this season, we are cheering for ourselves. A lot of times we wait for other people to congratulate us. We wait for other people to, you know, you know, tell us like, oh, you're doing an awesome job or I appreciate you. Well, I want you all to get a Snoop Dogg spirit and celebrate yourself in this season. So make sure you do that. And I'm super excited to see what you've been doing since 20 was 2021 has started but anyway i love each and every one of you there's nothing you can do about it make sure you rate subscribe and review today's episode and make sure you share this with a friend or two and i will see y'all back here next week My girl.